Balor of the Great Blows by C. E. de Lepeur Beresford. Read for LibriVox.org by Adrian Stevens. Have ye read of the past in folios at Dublin? Of fair wolks and of pacts and of red headed Danes and fomors from Tory who people went troubling, stealing woman and child, binding Irish in chains? Well, tis of these wild times and Ulster romantic, o'erspread by dark forests through which the elk called, and of rude pagan tribes, some dwarf, some gigantic, that I tell in this rhyme so poor and so bold. In a deep gloomy glen near Muckish's mountain, where the mist rolls in clouds and the waterfalls foam, from out of the cloud-rack as out of a fountain, himself saw a queer sight as he rode his horse home. In the glen at the mouth of a black souterrain, where Crocna Laraga looks down upon Tory, the island where Balor of the great blows did reign, Shane O'Dugan beheld what I tell in my story. A woman as lovely as dead Ethne, the fair, with twelve ladies in waiting all clothed in gold. The chief, Macanely, and a boy with red hair, came out of the cave-dwelling and walked o'er the fold. Now the red pate is changing into Balor the king, or bent on the murder of brave Macanely, and although through the valley his daughter's shrieks ring, he cuts off his head on the stone clough anneely. Fierce King Balor would fain kill his young grandsons too, but the princess resolves with her children to fly, and the eldest grows into a young farrier who thrusts a red-heated iron in Balor's one eye. The wounded king calls to his one grandson, Astor, while forth from the sore wound rushes water like oil, from Falkarach the whole way right up to Guidor, till it forms a loft three times as deep as loft foil. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.